mark. T-minus one minute and continuing to count. A water deluge system now has been turned on, activated at the pad area. Pressurization taking place now. The various tanks aboard the vehicle being pressurized. Switching to internal power. All stages switching now to internal power. All propellant tanks being pressurized. Count continuing smoothly. The water at the pad covering the uh, flame deflectors. Now we pass the 30 second mark. Water also will be coming on to the decks of the mobile launcher at the ignition point. T-minus 20 seconds and the countdown continues to go smoothly. Guidance release. T-minus 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8. We have ignition sequence has started. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. And we have a liftoff. The Skylab lifting off the pad now, moving up. Skylab is toward the tower. Houston is now controlling. Seconds pitch and roll program started. Slider now maneuvering to his proper flight path attitude. Mark 25 seconds. Welcome to the show today. I hope everybody's doing well. Um, okay, so today, uh, today's episode is going to be, it's what's, it's called, Is Issa Barabbas? And we're going to be looking at um, Issa, in case you didn't know, Issa is the, kind of like the transliteration, the name that uh, Muslims have for uh, Jesus. That's why they say the word, the name Jesus. So, um, you know, in America we say Jesus. Um, the way the Hebrews used to say it was Yeshua. And, um, like, uh, anyways, so you guys probably, I mean, most of the people who listen to this show are going to already be aware of those things, I guess, but recap. So, yeah, so... Uh, we're going to look at it. They're, basically, we're going to try to look at this issue. A lot of people talk about is G- the Jesus of the Bible the same as the Jesus of the Quran? Um, so we're going to explore that question. Um, we're going to compare. We're going to look at the Jesus of the Bible, the Yeshua of the Bible. We're also going to look at the Isa of the Quran. And then we're going to compare and contrast the two. And we're going to see sort of what conclusions are available to us. So I hope you guys are ready and excited for this episode as I am. Um, Yeah, here we go. Enjoy. Okay, so in this first uh, segment, we're going to look at... We're going to look at uh, all the statements 
about this guy Isa, Jesus, as we'll say. So, like I said, I'll, I'll keep pointing this out a couple more times, but um, the word for Jesus in Arabic, the what we call transliteration, which is like where you take the original word and instead of translating the actual meaning of the words, like if your name was like Bob and finding like the, I don't know, that's a bad example, but um, like if your name was like runs with horses and then like the translation of your name into another language would be to translate the words runs with horses into that language. But a transliteration is where you take that name runs with horses and you sound it out in an, that so that it sounds uh, comfortable in another language. So it would be like runs with horses still. It would just sound like the word, but it wouldn't mean anything in the new language. It's actually just like a sort of a mispronunciation or a repronunciation of the name. So again, the name is Yeshua. And like I said, in English, we call him Jesus. And that comes from, this is sort of a long story, but uh, the J is native to our language. So Jesus is a transliteration for Yeshua that we have. And Isa is a transliteration that Arabs have. So, yeah, so we're gonna look at Isa uh, first. So I found, Sorry about that, we're near the train right now. I found... I'm gonna let it go by. So, okay, so we found, I found a uh, comprehensive listing of every mention of Jesus, this guy Isa, in the Quran. So we're gonna pick through a few. Um, yeah, so here we go. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of comment on each one, and as to as to whether or not like how 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 possible it is for the guy in this book to be the guy in the other book, and we'll go through each one. So I've got looking at 287 here. Quran 287 says we gave Jesus the son of Mary clear signs and strengthened him with the Holy Spirit. So. Um, right off the bat, I can, we, first we're going to compare, so I can tell you, um, we know from the Bible that Jesus, uh, was related to the Holy Spirit. Like we know, we know at just first glance, if you know anything about the Christian faith, you know, Jesus and the Holy Spirit are connected. So it sort of makes sense. Uh, we also know that Jesus, the the mother of Jesus from the Bible was named Mary. And this says Jesus, the son of Mary. So in that sense, we've got two clues that it could possibly be the same person. Um, now with this first one, I'll say the first thing that sticks out to me that makes me think maybe it's not the same person um, is it talks about giving signs and strengthening giving the Holy Spirit to this Jesus son of Mary and strengthening him with it. Um, now this is possible. The only way for this statement to be true and in line with the, the narrative of the Jesus of the Bible is if this statement from the Quran was made by 
God and the angels. So this would have to be claiming to, to be stated by, like the narrator would have to be God and the angels speaking. Um, so we'll just leave it that, move on. Because um, also, I mean, already, I guess I, I ha we have to point this out already. There's a problem here because the Jesus of the Bible um, wasn't given the Holy Spirit by anyone. It's like, so, so to, to differentiate between, to say like that the narrators of the Quran are God and the angels and that they're saying they gave the Holy Spirit to Jesus already doesn't fit the narrative of the Bible because in John 10, we know Jesus says, I and the Father are one. Um, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So it doesn't, it already doesn't really make, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense um, to claim that one person gave the Holy Spirit to like that, that part of the, like, so you're talking now, you're talking about the Trinity. You'd have to be saying that the Father gave the Son the Holy Spirit, um, which just doesn't really jive. But I'm not going to, not going to condemn the Quran for that one difference maybe it maybe because I could just be misunderstanding what exactly they're trying to say and plus who you know who am I to say like tell God how to relate to himself right so we'll move on okay so uh let's see I can grab I'm just gonna kind of grab a few here um I think there's so many there's so many the thing is I could I could really do this with any of these verses so I was going to try to like plan and pick the perfect ones but um and maybe maybe you know if I present this again I'll be better prepared but um let's see here okay so there's I'm looking the next one I'm going to find is going to be I'm just going to kind of try to cut to the chase here uh Okay, I'm going to pick another random one while I'm going, just so we keep the air moving here. Uh, what was this? 19, Quran 1920. It says, She said, How shall I have a son, seeing that no man has touched me, and I am not unchaste? Right? So that's this is going to be Mary speaking to the angel about uh, his about the message that he's giving to Mary, saying... Um, that, that she's going to bear Jesus, which is another reason, uh, again, that we could, when we're comparing the two, it would make sense why, or it would make sense that they could possibly be the same Jesus, right? So, okay, so uh, now the contrast here, um, the Bible doesn't actually say that Mary even claimed not to have touched another woman or another man. Um, but I don't know the my problem with it is that this would make the way the Bible deals with uh, the issue makes sense. And um, if you look at the text, there's no question of how it could happen naturally or supernaturally. But the problem with the Quran verse is that um, the only way for this to be true in the natural would be for Mary to be lying, um, which would make Mary a liar, like that, which would make the Quran uh, be claiming that Mary is, is a liar. And again, it just, 
just the contrast. So let's see here. I'm gonna try to find, the next one I'm gonna try to find here, and I might even have to just pause it to find it, but we're gonna, let's see here. Jesus, the son of Mary, Jesus shall be a sign. It's so, it seems, it seems like at first glance is like, obviously it's like Jesus, 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 God be the same Jesus, right? Just makes sense. It just makes sense because like, I mean, if I didn't know any better, how many people are named Jesus? But okay, let's see. In fact, I'm, I think I can find this one. Okay, I'm gonna pause it and we'll I'll cut back into the segment in one second. Okay, back on here. Um, so here we go. I'm gonna read a couple more, but this one, um, this is the one I was looking for. So it says, and uh, Quran 4:157. It says that they said in boast, "We killed Christ Jesus, the Son of Mary, the Messenger of Allah," but they killed him not, nor crucified him. But so it was made to appear to them. And those who differ therein are full of doubts, with no certain knowledge, but only conjecture to follow. For of a surety, they killed him not. That comes from the Quran. So the, the Quran is saying that um, if we take the, again, if we take the text at face value, then we have to accept that the Quran is saying that the Jesus of the Quran, who it calls the Son of Mary and the Christ, who, they, who the Quran acknowledges as the Christ, this Jesus that it's talking about did not surely die on the cross. I mean, that's, that's a, that we can, that's just sort of clear. I think, I mean, I could, any more explanation of that, it would just be oversimplification. I think everybody understands the text says that he didn't die on the cross. So the, the Jesus that they're talking about, unless the Quran's lying, unless you're saying that the Quran is lying, we have to acknowledge that, that the, the Jesus of the Quran did not die on the cross, according to the uh, Quran 4, 157. So the problem, the obvious contrast there is that we know from the text of the Bible that the text clearly says Jesus died. Um, there's several places I'll get in. So in the next segment, I'm going to share sort of the responses to these. But, um, but yeah, we know, I mean, anyone who's read the Bible wouldn't uh, try to say that there's that were they weren't sure if Jesus died like that uh, Like for instance, he couldn't be the Christ if he didn't die because the Bible says that the Christ has to die uh, Be cut off it says the Messiah has to be cut off be killed But not for himself as in Daniel. I think it's Daniel 11 um, But you guys yeah, so you guys know that so um, We know for a fact that the Bible says that the that the Messiah would have to die. Um, so we can also, so now I'm going to pull out this other, just to wrap up this segment. Um, again, assuming these texts are, are both telling the truth. If we use the, the, you know, the standard that we can't, that we're going to compare and contrast the text as if, you know, under the assumption that both are correct. Um, for now we'll address my last segment's going to address if that's not the case like so but again for the sake of argument we're assuming at this point that both texts are true and we want to see if the jesus of the bible is the jesus of the quran so um again like i said the the quran is very clear in 4 157 that 
the Jesus they're speaking of didn't die on the cross. And um, again, we're going to point it. We'll go through the next segment. We'll look at the actual text from the Bible. Um, but the Bible's pretty clear that the Messiah would die for the people. Like it, it even it, then, if you get, I mean, we can get into the specifics. It even describes how he would die on a cross. It describes. It's like gives specifics about the cross and and all that stuff. So we we definitely know that the Messiah had to die, had to be crucified. So um, this last one here, I'm going to point out the the Quran definitely says that it acknowledges Jesus as the Jesus it's speaking of as the Messiah. But it also says that he didn't actually die. So I think we're looking, I think we have a, that's a contrast is what I'm saying. We have a, a difference here. So um, the last one I was going to point out is 1988 says, uh, they call, yeah, they say Allah most gracious has begotten a son. Um, there's some, a couple more. Um, there's one, I think it says, where is it? Shoot. I'm sorry. I'm so, uh, not prepared, but, um, anyways, yeah, I'm just, just basically driving on the point. Um, I think I've already made it, but I'm just trying to like make sure there's no question about it. Um, the Quran, if you really get into the text is really clear that the Jesus, uh, that it speaks of, uh, son of Mary didn't die on the cross um, like they said he did so um, but they also acknowledge and they say that he's not that was the other point is that uh, the Quran's clear his, his, one of them says that anyone who believes that he's this that Allah has a son is cursed so I'm gonna try to find that before I go but um, but the Bible's pretty clear about saying that Jesus is the son of God so again there's a contrast one it might be the case. I think if we really look at the text, um, it both can't be saying true statements about the same person. So how are we going to resolve that? Um, either one is lying or they're two different people. That's, that's my theory. So, uh, we're going to get in the next segment here in a second. Um, enjoy the break. Yo. Okay. We're back. So, um, Real quick, I'm going to try to make this segment shorter, but basically I'm just going to go through a couple verses from the Bible. Um, now that we've looked at the east of the Quran, now we're going to look at the Yeshua of the Bible and see, just compare and contrast again. So um, I was talking about John 10, so we're going to jump over there really quick. Um, now I could, there's, there's, literally hundreds of places where uh the bible refers to god as father as a father um but here there's one obvious example um and this was sort of two birds with one stone in john 10 um jesus jesus yeshua is talking to his disciples and he tells them I and the Father are one. He's giving them this, he's praying with them and explaining to them their relationship, his relationship to the Father and their relationship to him. And basically kind of breaking, it's sort of a, a, a chapter where, or like a speech that he gives that kind of encapsulates 
uh, a portion of what he's sending out his disciples to do. So it's sort of like a recap um, of what gets revealed throughout, you know, the rest of the gospel. So you're kind of picking, like, if you read through the story, you get, instead of, um, you don't always get, like, here's what Jesus, like, the commandments of Jesus. It's more that he leads uh, his people through, like, he, he, he walks with his disciples through situations and teaches through, like, that kind of way. So it's a different... It's a different kind of narrative in that sense. But um, but these chapters, like John 10, if you read it, it's this point where Jesus basically gets up like at a meal and starts like talking to his disciples. I think they're eating in John 10. But I, actually, I think that's, I take that back. They're walking around. They're leaving the temple. I think they just had like a confrontation at the temple. But anyways, they're walking through the city. So um, Jesus just takes the, the point to give this kind of speech thing that he gives. So... But again, it's an obvious example. Sorry, clearly the Jesus of the Bible uh, refers to God as a father. And it refers to Jesus as the son several times. Um, but the main point, this is sort of, I'm, I'm sort of just kind of glossing over that. I don't think there's a lot of question about that. And if you want to look into it, you can kind of Google, you can just kind of Google son um, like you can, you can really dig that one out for yourself. I don't think anybody needs, uh, guidance on that, but the, the point I wanted to bring up, um, the big thing, the, the, I think the most obvious, uh, explanation of why we assume that the Jesus of the Quran, the Isa of the Quran is the Yeshua of the Bible is that they're both named Jesus. They're both sons of a woman named Mary they're both acknowledged by the respective religions as the messiah so now i want to take us to i again like i said we found that all those things match up all those things are true about both jesus's but we've also seen that there are things that each book says that cannot possibly be true about both Jesuses. So um, I'm going to take us to another point in, there's a narrative in the Bible. And I, one of the, one of the, the ways that I practice apologetics for the, for Christianity, um, which is basically how I defend my belief in the Bible is that the Bible, the author of the Bible consistently demonstrates his or her ability to uh, foresee the future with all, like, with full knowledge. So it predicts the kinds of confusion that will come up in advance. So I find time and time again that if there's some question where I'm not sure about what, you know, what's going on in the Bible, um, or somebody's challenging my understanding of it, um, that the answer to that challenge is already answered in the Bible. Like it's already been addressed. And obviously I don't think that would be possible for any, uh, per like anyone who's, who's just a person, right? Because you would, um, it would take knowledge of all things in all time. So, um, so anyways, uh, we've got this story in the Bible after Jesus gets, um, arrested and they're going to crucify him. 
they put him up, the, the Roman soldiers in that day, they would put him up on, they were putting people up on crosses. They would crucify them. They would put them up on, like nail them to, to a wooden cross and leave them there till they like bled and suffocated out and died. So, um, and they would do this like in groups of people. So instead of just one person, like the same way we take prisoners like in groups of people now to prison, like they'll put them all on the bus, like in a, in a line. Um, they would do that with people they're gonna execute. So there were multiple people being executed with Jesus. Like he was among other people being executed that day. Um, so one of the two people, so he had a guy on his right, guy on his left, and we know, well, okay, I'm sorry, I'm cutting, you guys know that, but that, forget what I just said, that is true too, but, um, but before that he was, before he gets put up on the cross, um, he's with this other guy, and it turns out this other guy, if you read the Bible, it calls a couple, um, times it refers to him as Barabbas, which means, uh, son of the father. It's like, it, but it's a, it's like his last name, basically. Um, but his first name in other parts of the text, you find out his first name is Jesus, Yeshua. So, and again, in Arabic, that would be Isa. Um, now, we find out in the text that, the, uh, to explain the story, that um, basically the Pontius Pilate, who's like the guy in charge of the execution, of the, I mean, he's the guy in charge of the city, but he's like running this execution. He questions Jesus, Yeshua, um, the one that the the Messiah of the Bible, that Jesus. Like, uh, they he takes him in the back and questions him, and tries to find out why it, why they want why the Jews Jewish leadership wants him dead, um, wants them to execute him. So, long story short, um, Pontius Pilate can't find a reason to have this guy executed and they have this like roman rule where he he frees a prisoner from execution uh like i think it's like every day he frees one prisoner or something like that so he's gonna free he's gonna free one of these people who's gonna be executed and he decides because his wife has this this dream his wife has dreams and his wife has this dream and his wife tells him don't kill this jesus guy so he asks the crowd and he says, I want to release this Jesus guy, the Jesus that the Bible calls the Messiah. And the crowd, there's people within the crowd and they say, no, um, the, like somehow, somehow right, supernaturally or, or else regular naturally, we know that the crowd all had one voice. And I know, I mean, I don't know about you guys. Like, I, like sometimes I think what happens, I, most people don't agree on stuff. But I think a lot of times people in crowds just sort of go along with the crowd. So it really takes like only a few voices within the crowd. So I wonder if it was just a few voices within the crowd telling, but they said, no, they don't want this Jesus guy free. They said they, they want him executed. They said, free the other Jesus, free Yeshua Barabbas, right? And lo and behold, Pontius Pilate agrees and does that. So he frees this Jesus Barabbas. So here's what we know. We know that the crowd of people in Palestine chose Jesus. They granted him with, uh, they, like they are the ones who, who set, set him free off the cross. 
and that he, that Jesus did not die. That Jesus Barabbas, from the Bible, in that story, like according to the text, Jesus Barabbas didn't die. He was taken down from the cross by the actions of the crowd, by the people, by the voice in the crowd, basically. So, um, also, we don't have a name for his mother, but we know for certain that there are several Marys in that area. And also, it refer the Quran, I forgot to point that out, but the Quran refers to uh, the Jesus son of Mary as being from Nazareth. And we can say with relative confidence that it was... Um, not that we know where Jesus, that Jesus Barabbas is from uh, Nazareth, but we can say for sure that that would be, that's totally plausible. It's within, it's like sort of in that area. He was a local guy. It's like saying, uh, it's like saying you're in LA and this guy was born in Koreatown. It's like, that's entirely plausible. He's lived in LA all his life. Koreatown's in LA. It just sort of works. Um, so basically, so I think I've gotten sort of come around to my point, which is, um, if we take both of the texts of the Quran and the Bible at face value and we address them both as if they, we can't say either one of them is false. Like if we assume that they're both, um, honest witnesses, honest testimonies, then we have to conclude logically that the Isa of the Quran is the Barabbas of the Bible, not the Messiah of the Bible. That would explain why the Jesus Messiah of the Christians doesn't at all relate to the Jesus, the Messiah of Islam. So, yeah. Okay, so there's my point. Um, and I guess I was going to... Sorry about that. I was going to do this in another segment. But basically, the only other point I would point out here is that if instead we ask the question, is one, are, is one or the other texts false? Um, and I know, like, basically it's just the he said, she said. Because Islam is going to always say... That Christianity is false and Christianity is always going to say that Islam is false um, you could maybe you'd have a scenario where one or the other of them beats up the <laughs> like beats up the other one and makes them say but that but the text will never change and the text says what it says like you could kill you could kill every member of both religions and the text would still conflict so um, what's written is written and we have to acknowledge that Either the, the Isa of the Quran is the Barabbas of the Bible, or one or the other of the books is lying and is false. And the only way that we can actually prove that ever is, is if one or the other of the books is, if we can corroborate the text of either one. So... I've heard the claim that that Islam says that the Bible's been changed. So, in that sense, the honest would be on the Muslims. Like so, so anyone who believes that you you need to give evidence why. Otherwise, you're just saying 
basically nothing. It's like, of course, you're going to, you know, the claim, like you could go back and forth forever in a loop of, of the claim that, uh, oh, it's the same Jesus, but your text is just wrong. It, like, so, so how do you know the text is wrong? Like, how would you corroborate that claim? Um, now, we can't, I, I can say, frankly, I'm not going to say that the Quran is false, because I, I, that would be an assumption. I can't corroborate that the Isa of the Quran didn't exist. I can't, I can't prove that. I can't prove that, um, that they don't honor him as the Messiah. Um, but what I can show is like through, through logic, uh, and textual analysis, we can show objectively that the, the two Jesuses of the Quran and the Bible can't be the same. And the only way to resolve that issue is if the the Isa of the Quran is speaking about the Barabbas of the Bible. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, let me know what you think. If you guys want, if you have any comments or any, you want to um, discuss the issue further, you can always reach out. Uh, Fear of a Flat Earth Radio at gmail.com. Have a great day. Hello, hello. Howdy, howdy. Say again?